Welcome to the world of Krim and the legendary Dragonlance. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and others to TV Talk from Wicked Studios. Um, <laughs> no, what? Oh, well, no, that's not what we're doing. We're playing Dragonlance. This is Wicked Studios say. presents Dragonlance colon Dragons of Ice, comma, part two, because we're cold as ice. And oh I need to have you start recording time. Greyhawk Adventures intro. You're so much better at it. Thank you, but I'm not going to do that, probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm your Dungeon Master for tonight's festivities as we play through the original Dragonlance modules, and we're sometimes fairly faithful to them. But if you're expecting uh, it to be just like the modules, for example, this one I have here, and I just like holding on to these things. Um, this was the first module I ever bought, by the way, was this one. Um, and then it was 20 years later when I got the other ones. So let me introduce the rest of the, uh, of the cast. And I know, I was starting a conversation, then I stopped. I'm not feeling well tonight, guys, So, but I'm here for you. But you do, you do this all the time. It's true. <laughs> I have a short attention span. So let's introduce the rest of the cast. Let's start with Jason. Jason, who are you playing tonight? Hi, everybody. My name is Jason. I'm playing um, Zane, the elven wizard, and... Kalani, the elven druid. And Zane happens to be the twin brother of Zarek. You know what? Why don't we talk to then KD? KD, how are you doing tonight? Who, who are you playing? I'm okay. I'm playing Zane's twin brother. I'm also battling laryngitis. Zane's twin brother. You just had to one up me because I said I wasn't feeling well. I feel like no, that's I what promise just I'm not. There. I just because I cleared my throat with my voice cracked. Yeah. Um, Jason, you've, been, you've been talking the entire time we were waiting to go on. Ah, never mentioned. I know. It. Now all of and a sudden I, you're trying to steal my thunder. That's not. And I'm that's straining. Not cool. um, you sound great. Thanks. I'm playing Zarek, who's Zane's twin brother. He's an elven fighter. I'm also playing Odie, who is Nawan's twin brother. And <laughs> you know what? He might be. You might be. We don't know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you don't know. He's a, um, what's that word? I don't know what it's called. A draconian? Draconian, not dragonborn. <clears throat> dragonborn. Dra draconian fighter. I feel like now that you, you do have laryngitis. I'm starting to believe yeah. you is what I'm saying. I told you. <laughs> it keeps cracking and it's like. It's tough, it's tough to believe you because you're, you're all, you always just turn this place into a den of lies. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's, what, that's really oh what it God. is. Speaking of liars, let's go to Kemchan. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even my name. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> but I will say it is, I am Kemchan. <laughs> and I'm playing Jeddak on Antigraph, the Minotaur pirate. And that's it today. Yeah, that's all you're going to get to today. Yeah. Probably. Um, and then finally, last and least, what? Oh, did that come out right? 
You must have read what I wrote in chat. I did. Uh, Will Dot Player! Hey, everybody, how's it going? I'm Will Dot Player this evening, and I will be bringing to you the moralistic, honor bound, Sir. What's my character's name again? <laughs> yeah, Queen Tiamat's right. I'm being extra sweet today. He is being sweet. Yeah. And this no, is how I treat uh, my friends, ladies and gentlemen. I know. <laughs> Sir Alphacian. I like these people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys all heard it. You heard it. He said he liked me. It's on the sure, record. I, I do. Of course I like Will. How could you not? It's anyway, stop. You, you're messing up my thing. I had it down. I think you're I blushing now. I remembered the name. Uh Shit, I just forgot. Al- Alphacian Malkarite. <laughs> and uh, Knight of the Rose. Uh, 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 I can't, this I'm going to fuck up. Salamnian? Did I say it right? Salamic. Yeah, you're a Salamnic knight. Sal- Some people say Salamnic. But that I sounds just a little bit too country for me. I always want to say Salami. And I know, I know you do. Wrong. I know you I do. Because Salami is... Mm. Just like uh, Cashew, <laughs> you want to say Cashew. I Although there's some cat. people that say like Quashu or uh, you know what? Yeah, I leave all these hard uh, Dragonlance words up to you, man. I, uh, it's tricky to say out loud some of these things. And again, some of these things I may be mispronouncing, ladies and gentlemen at home. You might have a different way that you pronounce them, and that's okay. There's no right or wrong here, unless Tracy Hickman and Margaret Weiss are watching, in which case they've got it right. They were on last week in incognito, though. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, so anyway, let's get down to it. Antecedently on. Wait, 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 wait. Shut wait. the fuck. No, just wait. No, I'm sorry, what? You're, you're forgetting. <laughs> you asked us to remind you to say something. Oh, yes. Thank you to Queen Tiamat for a six-month subscription. Huzzah. 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 You can always interrupt me to talk about Queen Tiamat. I know, right? One of our regulars here. Uh, and Lee Kim's in uh, town. I think I saw Fourth in there uh, earlier. Yeah, Fourth was in here. So uh, we got Sidorin. I don't know who else we got. Blood Lord Sidorin. We got we got all of the. Uh, I was gonna say the old timers, but that's mean. All of the usual suspects, we'll say, and then some. There are others that just have. Blood Wild is a straight up grognard, if I remember correctly. It was that night, right? Uh, Blood Wild. It sound the way that you said that. He's a straight-up grognard. Like, he's going to fuck you up. He would. I'm sure he would, man. Is it because, Especially with you being because, under the weather. It's because I'm under the weather, and I always <laughs> yes. make fun of grognards. Is that why? Yeah. We'll go down that road. I'm good with it. By the way, check out old episodes of The Down Roll, where Will and I talked about... Um, there's a podcast. There's It's on YouTube, slash Mr. Adam PL, where we used to talk about... We don't do it anymore. We should. That was we should. It was fun. Um, we we spent about thirty minutes or so just talking about role playing games. Most of it was Will talking about role playing games and me yelling at him. That's true. That was, was pretty classic. much how it went. Um, that was and also the old <laughs> old Dragonlance module, old Dragonlance sessions. Sorry, are also on podcast. Uh, the first nineteen episodes are up. So. Um, almost uh, a little more than half of the uh, the episodes are on podcast. Just search anywhere you listen to podcast for Dragonlance Chronicles. Did we ever do Dragonlance on the download? 
No, we never talked about Dragon Lance. I talked about it when we talked about like settings, but that was the only time I think we ever talked. There was about one it. episode where I asked you the questions. I don't remember what the topic was. It was because I was probably being such an asshole that you just got tired of. <laughs> it's very true. It's possible. Answering my dumb questions and asked your own. Anyway, antecedently on Dragonlance. The Red Dragon Army has attacked the once port city of Tarsus, now landlocked after the cataclysm changed the land. The Infellows had gone there to look for safe passage for the refugees that they had rescued from Pax Tharkis and now reside in the dwarven kingdom of Thorbarden. There no longer seems to be anywhere safe on the continent of Ancelon. And we're really going to put that to the test uh, pretty soon. Our boy Zarek was abducted by the Blue Dragon Army forces and brought to the tent of the Blue Dragon High Lord, who just so happened to be Zarek's old girlfriend, his ex, Kitiara. Or were they, I don't know, we gotta dig into that. Did they break up? Did they just leave on good terms? We'll get a, we gotta maybe look into that later on. What do you think? I mean, I can tell you. Yeah, what I do you think? think? What do you think? Um, I was under the impression that they were just like, we're going our separate ways, yeah. but it's not the end. You yeah. know, like it wasn't like over, over. Right. Yeah, that's, 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 what, that's what I of... thought, but I didn't want to put words in your mouth. Um, so forget about the X part and the old part. <laughs> so technically, they're still dating. Yeah, they're, I mean, yeah. although they I don't know. More. Yeah, wow, it was a rough reunion. Uh, speaking of which, Kitiara uh, did warn him of the impending attack on Tarsus by the Red Dragon armies, and then tried to convince him to leave the others, including his brother, to join her. Zarek declined Kit's offer and left him, and she left him, rather, as her forces prepared to leave the camp. Zarek then left Kit's tent, although had a bit of a moment. It was a rough, it was a rough moment, I think, for, uh, for Zarek, um, having to make that choice. Um, but when he left the Kit's tent, he encountered Bakaris, one of the Blue Dragon Army officers, who, along with a contingent of Draconians, attacked. Zarek was no longer alone, however, as Flint Fireforge Gilthinus and Lorana had found Zarek and aided him in the fight. Bakaris was kind of a badass, too. Um, Zarek uh, led the others in defeating their attackers, but not before Gilthinus fell and is now unconscious. The Knight of the Rose, Sir Alphacian Malkarite, played by Will Player, Sir Derek Crowngard, and Sir Aaron Talbo. You missed your whole thing. I, I, mean, I, let you I got it. Thing. I just went pew pew. It was sad. You, miss, you didn't hear it? I didn't I did hear it. it. No. I heard it. Okay. It was probably just me. I can't hear it very well. Um, Sir Alphacian, Malkarite, Sir Derek Kranga. Well, yeah, you've got, <laughs> you've got bionic ears now, though. I don't. That's true. Um, Sir Derek Krangard, Sir Aaron Talbo made it to Tarsus and there met a Minotaur named Jaddik and a Kender named Tasselhoff Burfoot. Some of you Dragonlands folks, I'm sure, may have heard of him. Mm, pretty pretty popular pretty popular guy. The knights were searching for Tasselhoff in hopes that he would be able to help them fight the long a fight. Oh man, it's gonna be a long night, folks. I'm sorry. I'm having a rough time here. Um, find the long destroyed library of Kristan and information about the dragon orb, rumored to have the power to destroy the dragons. The Kender helped the knights find a book written in a strange language that only Tasselhoff could read, thanks to what I know is the glasses of Arcanist, which were so small that only he could wear them. It wouldn't fit on a Facian's big head. In the book, Taz read, but that, just, that was just for Will. Yeah. <laughs> A little dig. 
in the book Daz read that there was a dragon orb located in Ice Wall uh, down to the south of uh, where they currently are. Aaron Talbo, once Derek left the room, uh, left the, uh, not just the room, but left the, the library altogether, knighted the Kender, which was one of my favorite things of the episode. That was a good episode last week. I we think. were totally on, on par, too, because I was going to say, we should knight him. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, they knighted the Kender, Sir Tesselhoff Burfoot, the Learned. And I think that was also just a, a little bit of an homage to Lee Kim, the Learned, who uh, we were... Oh, totally. ...talking about earlier. Um, elsewhere, Jadak Kailani, sorry, um, and I'm never going to get that name right either. Uh, and Karani, along with the remaining crew members from Jaddick's now floating Flora ship, watched last episode to find out what I mean by that. Uh, thanks to Kailani. Um, um, the crew members were Jesus and Big Dave. <laughs> Sailed toward the port city of Rigget. Jaddick awoke on the strange ship that the others had commandeered while he was unconscious to the discovery that his ship was lost and his crew dead, including his friend and quartermaster, Adewale Finch. They then interrogated the Draconian uh, that they had taken with them and found out that the Red Dragon army is seizing all ships coming into the, the ports on Ancelon and um, has taken over the northern part of Abenancia. 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 Uh, none of it sounds right. Um, uh, from there, um, they were able to dock and rig it, and the extremely charismatic, I think he had like a 23 or something like that charisma we rolled for him, uh, with, with the aid of some of your... Yeah, he ended up with like a 26. It was something ridiculous, I think, it was, yeah, something yeah. ridiculous like that. But In we, Dragonlance, is there a god of being super smooth? It is now. <laughs> His it name is, is Shaft. Jesus. Shaft. <laughs> <laughs> The God Shaft. Every time Jesus comes onto the scene, it's all like got his music playing. <laughs> Abanasinia. Abanasinia. Thank you, Bloodwild. Abanasinia. You're going to have to remind me that every time because I'm going to forget it immediately. Hidukel, I believe, is how you pronounce that one. Um, anyway, that's a god. Is he? I don't think he's really the god of being smooth, though. Maybe I guess you could you could put him in that category. Smooth operation. <laughs> what else happened? Oh yeah, I'm so the god of being smooth. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's you know what? The way you said that, I believe it. Hey. <laughs> um. So anyway, so they were able to dock in Rigget, and the extremely charismatic Jesus paid off the Draconian Guard, and he and Big Dave went off to find a new ship and some crew, while Jadak, Kailani, and Karani... Uh, he is evil god, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm talking to chat. Uh, Will, if you knew anything about Dragonlands, I would let you do it. <laughs> but you don't. Um... And her sister Karani, they went off to Tarsus to find the elf mage that Kailani had been having visions about. During the cold trek through the wilderness on the way to the city, Kailani not only noticed what appeared to be a dragon flying nearby, but also had a vision of two sets of golden hourglass eyes, which appeared to be in some sort of conflict. Uh, he then felt an intense pain. Oh, she, she then felt an intense pain in her head. 
Uh, and then during this, her twin, Karani, began to bleed from her nose, then her eyes, ears, and mouth. And then she dropped lifeless to the ground. Kehlani then said, Zarek is dead too, and passed out. Finally, way back last year, a few, few weeks ago, we met the Red Draconian Army Captain, Odysseus, who was searching for the town of Solace's blacksmith, a man named Theros Ironfeld. He and the Draconian soldiers under his command found Theros trying to sneak some elf refugees out of Solace. Theros is a cool guy, by the way. I'm going to just throw that out there. The Draconians killed the elves and cut off Theros' arm before throwing him into a cage in the caravan leading for the Paxtarchus slave mines. And now, my friends, we are going to start tonight's adventure. Odysseus, you are at the dwarven city of Thorbarden. The attack on the kingdom has not gone as planned. Dragon High Lord Verminard has been slain, as had as oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know as why hat? I wrote it this way. As, as hat. hat. As hat. Lord Verminard has been slain. <laughs> as has his top officers, which I'm never gonna write those two words together in a sentence that I need to speak out loud again. Um the dwarven army has begun. Be I know Enjoy English is a hard this. second language. It Just is. Take a breath. <laughs> take really a breath. Tough. It's okay. The dwarven army has begun to overtake the dragon army, and have driven them back outside the gates. Chaos reigns. Word is that the highest-ranking officer left alive is somehow the slovenly hobgoblin. You, Master Toad. As you flee into the mountains, you are separated from your company. It is evening, and the silver light of the moon Solinari guides your way through the darkness. I have been waiting for you, a deep voice says ahead of you. As you continue up the ridge, you see a huge platinum dragon before you its scales sparkling in the silver moonlight. I've been watching you. You're different than the others. You may have been born of evil, but there is goodness in your heart. What is your name? I don't have one. I'm a soldier. All beings on Kryn, born of magic or natural means, especially those special with the potential that you have, you should have a name. I name you Odysseus. But that sounds very official. 
doesn't it? Too official for where your fate takes you. I don't want them to think that I'm evil or strong. So what would you prefer to be called? How about Odie? And you see a little bit of a smirk and a little glint in his eye and says, yes. Although, Odie, you are strong. Thank you, Scott Maris, for subscribing on YouTube. Huzzah! Huzzah! Um, Scott's another uh, weekly viewer here, hanging out with us here in Dragonlance, although doing it uh, silently on YouTube. Wait, I don't have chat set up there. I don't think you can chat. You can type and then I can respond, but I'm not going to do that right now because I'm talking to Odie. <laughs> you are strong, Odie. And I don't mean just physically, although it is true. You are strong in spirit, of will. And you don't want those to think that you are evil. But you have done evil things, haven't you? He looks away. But what is life? without mistakes and redemption. I offer you the opportunity of redemption, Odie. Do you accept? How? How? He reaches a metallic talon, huge. Like this talon, the, the, the talon itself, you could, he could grab onto, you know, to you and, you know, your, your, your entire regiment. Um, and a clawed talon comes at you. And what should be a Terrifying experience, especially um, because of the size of this thing. You feel with it a sense of belonging. And the talon touches you on your chest where your heart is through, you know, on top, you know, it clinks a little on your armor that of the Red Dragon Army. And as soon as that happens, a rush of emotion fills you. You hear the cries of those you have slain. You see their blood dripping from your sword their bodies strewn to the ground, left, trampled over 
burned. It is an overwhelming sensation. He'll drop to his knees, throw his head back, and, and howl. As you do that, you hear their voices. Why? 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 Then you hear them calling out a loved one's name. A mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a lover, a friend, a child. You scream, hoping to drown out these voices. But you can't. The dragon waits until you just have run out of energy. And says, I would say that it gets easier over time. But I'll not lie to you. That said, I offered you redemption. And that is what I gave you. Your ability to feel, your ability to understand, and the empathy to, un to know what they felt when you and your brethren Attacked and murdered and worse. What you do with this redemption, Odie, is up to you. Everyone walks their own path. You have the option and the ability to choose whether you will continue to walk the path of darkness or turn from it and walk the path of light. And gives you a little wink and says, I have faith in you. And just know that how you and the others came into being, you will find the answers. And yes, as I said before, it was done by evil means, by evil men. But you have the opportunity 
to pen your own story. And with that, he vanishes. Um, Odie will get up. Where's the Red Dragon army right now? They're scattered throughout the mountains. Um, you do hear uh, a number of them um, fairly close by, but you like, have... Like which general direction? All around you. Okay. He's going to walk in a direction where he knows he will not run into any of them and just okay. keep walking. Roll a, we'll say a perception check and then a survival check with advantage depending on how well you do with your perception. Sure. Okay, now roll a survival, just a straight roll. Okay. You come close a couple of times to stumbling upon just the, the wayward draconian here or there, maybe a goblin. The, everybody is hurt and scared and is so consumed with self-preservation at this point that they're more interested in getting away than they are in you. So you're able to quickly enough dodge out of view. You do hear as you continue around the mountain to hear a familiar voice, <clears throat> um, a fellow officer, um, somebody who you have absolutely no respect for. Um, he's slightly above you in rank. It is Fewmaster Toad. That was me, not Odie. <laughs> it was probably both. <laughs> kill, kill him. And you hear him say, Come, we need to gather up more of our men. I saw one going that way. I'm chasing after him. I'm trying to be stealthy. Thank you very much. Yes, yes. Lord Verminard has been killed. I saw it with my own eyes. So have his top officers. Well, I guess that means I'm in command now. Find the others. Meet down below in that clearing. Do you see? And he points off in a, a direction. We will gather there. Gather our strength. Find a place to recover from our Kay. wounds. Okay. Yes. Good, good, yes. But just say, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir, if you master. Try that. Say that. Okay. And he walks away. He didn't kill him. He's in shock. He also has plot armor because we know he's still alive in the future. Yeah. I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you continue off. Do you want to go up or down the mountain? You can find um, ways in either direction. Probably up. Okay. Um, yeah, you're able to get to, um, and it takes some, some time and effort and, and your 
you're already emotionally drained. Physically, I mean, you were uh, one of the top soldiers in the in the draconian army, which is which is why you you were able to make officer. Um, and there was only one other draconian officer in the Red Dragon army. Uh, most of the officers were humans. Um, there was a couple of ogres. There was an Etten. Um, but the dragon armies, and especially the human high lords, always treated the draconians very poorly. Um, the draconians themselves also, uh, there was a lot of uh, infighting to try to one-up each other. Um, not to say that you didn't have any, you know, comrades at arms or, you know, what you would consider a friend, even if maybe a work friend, but, um, <clears throat> but now just thinking about all the things that you, you've done with them and on your own, just the, the sight of certainly Toad, but even the other Draconians, and hearing their voices from below, even at a distance, just sickens you. And you're able to find a spot out of the way, um, away from the others, and the, the sounds become more distant. Um, you do hear, as you're sitting there reflecting on what just transpired and this feeling that you've never come close, nothing has ever come close to the, this feeling of dread and sorrow and the need for atonement. Um, you hear Toad. And you hear him, because he's now speaking, you know, very loudly, and it's um, there's some echo within the mountains, trying to rally the troops and talking about how it's not over, and soon, when they gather their strength, they will get the dragons, and they will attack. Tarsus. And with that, we will go to Tarsus and the Library of Kristan. And Alphacian and Aaron and Sir Tasselhoff. That's all, huh? yeah, baby. <clears throat> are <clears throat> excuse me. Are in the uh, are in the um, taverns? Uh, not the tavern. The library still. Um, Derek has left. He's been gone for close to a not half that hour, long. probably. Well, were we gonna follow him out? We just wanted to night Tessa off right quick. 
I, you guys didn't. We we never got that far. So, what would you like to do then? Well, because when Derek left and was going up, um, and uh, <laughs> fucking Derek said, "Don't and don't," because he said, "Don't knight him." He said specifically not tonight. Yeah. Him, so him. I so so Alfasian went to the stairs, and as he was going to the stairs, he turned to Aaron and says, "Go and knight him." And then he went up the stairs to keep Derek from coming back down and what have you to like run interference. So he was like right on his heels. Okay. So as the two of you leave the the ruins of the library, Derek suddenly grabs your arm to stop you from continuing forward. I beg your pardon. Puts his hands to his his lips as if to say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and then points. Well, instantly Alphacian will go low and look. His, his uh, military training kicking in. You see in the distance through the north gate a group of adventurers mercenaries is probably a good way to describe them um, they're not in very good shape there's a lot of them that are unconscious that are being sort of dragged in um, they look like they're really worse for wear. You can tell that, I mean, because you just traveled this way not that long ago. They're not prepared for this weather. None of them were dressed appropriately. Looks like there's a, a couple of elves, uh, one of which is in uh, the red wizard robe, no, I'm sorry, black wizard robes. I forgot what time period we are right now because we've been bouncing around so much. Um, which is strange for an elf. I mean, you've heard of dark elves before, those that have left the um, mostly Qualinesti um, and have um, forsaken their ways. But to see a dark elf wizard is surprising. Um, <clears throat> and again, elves, while they can be you know, cocky assholes who keep to themselves. You know, they're known to be good creatures. You know, they've, you know, they've got their beef with the dwarves. Um, you know, they don't really like humans coming and going in their lands, but you don't really want them around either for the most part. So, but elves you have met have been, you know, certainly good and for the most part, noble creatures. Um, so this is a bit odd. There's also... Yeah, but there's draconians all over the place, so I'm, I'm chalking it up to the times. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the other elf with him is, is you know, larger, um, more muscular than um, a lot of the elves that you've seen, although still very, you know, lithe and light in his feet. There are a couple of plainsmen, uh, one very tall one, strikingly handsome, and then there's Urgrin, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I knew that was coming. 
Um, <laughs> and then a noble, regal-looking plainsman. <laughs> There's a um, a very tall human with a dwarf-like beard, um, walking with a uh, another with an with an actual dwarf, and a half elf, and the half elf is what really catches your interest. Because as you continue to look on is his... That, that, that traitor tennis. It's not him. He's dead. <laughs> You're responsible for his death and you'll never know if he was a traitor or not. So there's on attached to his um, belt as a scabbard. And because of the light in that area, even though it's far, I mean, you would recognize this from, you know, a mile away. This is an old scabbard. It's clearly of Salamnic make. Although this is, I mean, he's not a knight, but this is this is the scabbard of a sword that a knight would. Is that is that what Derek's pointing out to me? Yes, he, he's what. Okay. Yes. So he's carrying one of our blades. I'm sure there's plenty about cringe like or bandit stole one. Amalaminia or wherever we're at. I mean, how do we say it again, Anna? Oh, Anna Anasia. Anna. Uh, Abanasinia. 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 Okay. Right. I'm sure there's plenty. <laughs> Thank you, Bloodwild. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Phonetically Abana, in the chat. I'm sure there's plenty uh, syllabic weapons about Abanasinia. Uh, this place. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, does, does I mean, does it look like something that I should know, aside the fact that it looks like a, a Salamnic weapon? As they... And he, and he just stands there quietly, and, and then at this point... Um, I like Aaron the Hakuna Matania. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played, sir. <laughs> Um, Aaron comes up as well, leaving Tasselhoff to continue to see if there's any other information in that book um, that only he can read with those glasses. Right. And Aaron, roll a perception check. Oh no, he's drunk. <laughs> That's what he does his best work. Right. Ten. There's Not something today. about this. There's something about this. This sword. And if he says there's something about this sword, I'd like Alphacian and Derek, uh, Kim Chen, you can run Derek as we're doing mm -hmm. here to ro roll a uh, history check. So I guess intelligence for uh, Derek. All right, here goes a fail. 15. Hold on a second, let me find okay. this history. So, oh, I'm not, well, it could be worse. Let's put it that way. 
13. Yeah, plus two is not bad. Um, yeah, it's it's there is something about this, but it's hard to make out from this diff distance. And Derek says, "That's Brightblade." Now, does that ring a bell when he yes, says that? Yes, absolutely. It is a very famous sword, um, obviously owned by the Brightblade family. Um, Sturm Brightblade was a knight, um, a hero. Um, then he became disgraced when rumors circulated that um, he had a relationship with a elf. He was stripped of his knighthood and there was um, a party of knights that were sent to search for this elf maid um, and Sturm headed that group off and refused to let them pass and instead uh, fought the knives and um, this isn't uh, this isn't Derek saying this this is what Alphacian knows to be true and the knights slayed Sturm Brightblade. Um, but during that time, the elf maiden had escaped. And took the sword with her? No. The sword was then, um, and the armor, was returned to um, Brightblade's family out of honor. But because Sturm had dishonored himself, this is where I'm pissing off all of the uh, Dragonlance fans. <sighs> In their eyes, had dishonored himself. Um, they <clears throat> did not give him the proper burial um, appropriate for a knight of his stature. Or a knight in all. So when and, did this sword go missing? As far as you know, it was still where it was in Salamnia. Hmm. Spend? It must have stolen it. Perhaps. Um, uh, with a, with a, a, a black wizard. Yeah, that is quite dubious. But, I mean, look at them. They travel with dwarves, elves. It's a motley band, for sure. Brigands, no uh, doubt. No doubt. Ill-prepared brigands, too. Look at them. They're almost dead. Uh, but sh yeah. uh, should we be going for the uh, um, for the sword? I mean, I would agree it would be something definitely we should retrieve for the, the Bright Blades themselves, but... Alphacian. Yes, sir? Follow them. Don't be seen. See where they go. Yes, sir. Aaron and I will return to the Inn of the White Stag. 
And determine um, our next steps on our path to Ice Wall. Of course, I will do as you command, uh, Lord Derek, but uh, might I say, before I carry out your, your orders, that it's not... We have more important matters to attend to with the Dragon Orbs. I mean... Right, you know, that's so. why we... We will... Get ready. It'll take us some time to get ready to, to map out our, uh, our plan and our course. I understand. And Sir, uh, Sir Tass, I mean, uh, the Kender downstairs must um, have some time to complete the research. It would be Sir Burford. Aaron. They call you Sir Alphacian, don't they? You do. Yeah. Nobody else does. <laughs> That's just Derek being a dick to me. <laughs> well, no, it's Sir Derek Crownguard, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the full name, yeah, where I would be Sir uh, Alphacian Malcorite or Sir Malcorite. Anyway. I just call you Aaron. I never call you Sir. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're all disrespectful in our yeah, own way. Yeah. <laughs> Very well. Where shall I meet you? Back at the uh, uh, tavern, um, I'm assuming? Yes. Uh, meet back at the time? end. It's late, by the way. Now that it's, it is, right. like, it's close to morning at this point. So follow them, meet us back here, and then we will make sure to keep an eye on them um, as we make our preparations to go south. If what? he... I can't be the only one thinking that this half-elf <laughs> might be the spawn of that elf maid and bright blade. Well, not anymore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, but since you bring it up, I mean, what are the chances of the how long ago did it happen? I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Malcarite doesn't know. Alfishin doesn't know Jack about how long it takes a half elf kid to grow up. This was this was years ago. Okay. So this is that's. I mean. So I mean. Everything you know, like you didn't, you weren't there when this happened. Like right, he died right. when you were, you know. Well, elves live a, a super long time, so yeah. Alphacian, it's got no clue. So, like, right. half he's also part human. So. Half of a super long time, you yeah. know, he's like, I don't know. Yes. But this did happen in the past. Do you want me to speak with him? Oh, you said no. No, no not yet. Oh, very well. Um, uh, when do you want me to? <laughs> this meet Phantom you back just here? taking out Sturm like that is a ballsy move. I know, right? Well, I fucking we we dropped a, a, a ton of boulders on top of Dennis Avalon. That wasn't. Don't, don't apologize for yourself. Nothing wrong with kill, that. Kill that was NPCs. that. But this is where we draw the line. No, you you want to really? This was a, a traitor. Yeah, if you really want to <laughs> rustle some feathers, we need to take out uh, Kittyara or Tassalon. Yeah. Thank you, Rodney Ford, for liking the stream. Huzzah! Huzzah! Nobody hey, likes Tannis? I like Tannis. Sir Tasselhoff. Sir Burford. Anyway, yes. All right, what do, why do you keep calling him that? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Um, I, I know you're tired, and you're used to saying sir in front of somebody's name, but he is a kender after all, and not a knight. True. He is a kender. <laughs> I'm leaving to undertake the task given me. Just turn and run. <laughs> I am heading towards the inn. I'm sure they have our rooms ready. 
Should we yes. alert the Kender of where we will be when he's finished his research, or just assume he will stay here all night? Tell him to stay here, and we will meet him back here tomorrow, late afternoon. Very good. Uh, Aaron goes downstairs and tells uh, Sir Tasselhoff to prepare for a long night of study, and we will meet him here tomorrow. Okay. Alphacian, you follow the group yeah and they're like they're being helped by the uh, by members of the guard like they're in really bad shape Alphacian's um, not gonna try and hide he's for one he's a, yeah he doesn't he's not a skulker he's not a skulker he's got no skill with it he it's it's yeah he, that's not happening and it's also so nighttime where a lot of people wouldn't is are not out anyway so they're not yeah it's like the middle of the, uh, yeah it's it's well, so late it's morning yeah right what was so, that jason you're just you're a stranger to them yeah no so, although you're clearly just, wearing the knights of the armor of the knights of salami like there's no mistaking your uh, yes, because I'm not allowed to cover up. Stuff. I mean, you could take. I mean, you could take your cloak and wrap it around you. I mean, it's... then I would definitely do that. I mean, if if it goes against the order to uh, hide, then I wouldn't. But if it's not, then I definitely would have my. Yeah, I'll have my cloak pulled around me, and I'll just walk slow behind them, okay. follow them. Yeah, they're they're not even they're not paying attention to you at all. I mean, like I said, half of them are unconscious. <laughs> so good. Okay. Um, and the others are like they they might as well be as they're they're barely standing on their feet. Um, again, the only ones that seem like they're in halfway decent shape are the elves. Um, they go. You're actually walking in the same direction as Eric and nope, Derek and Aaron. Um, for for a time, heading over in that direction as you go south in the city. Now, shit. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you left first, like... though. So I did, but then, then that means they're just behind me. Yeah, but again, also them... Aaron had to go back down and talk to the Kender, and then so they're waiting. So you've got a couple of minutes head start on them. So you're not; they're not right behind you. Was I ordered? Not to be seen, or did he say try not to be seen? He yes, he said try not to be seen. Okay, so it wasn't an order. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so Alphysian's and if you were look... to look back, you would see the two of them striding mm -hmm. down the street as well. Okay, so they can see me. Yeah, then I'm not gonna. Well, no, I mean they're. I mean you're a good distance ahead of them though. So, but they but would they would still see, see. The if road. I can yeah. see them, they yes, can see me. See, okay, then all right. All right, fine. I'm just following. But it's, it's it's dark, and we're humans. Yeah, there's not a, there's not good vision. Uh, yeah, but if you're my, I'm a human too. So if I can see you, you guys can see me. So it's okay. Never mind. It's fine. It's fine. All right. So, um, but then you pass the road that you would take um, to go west um, uh, toward the seawall, which is the western end of the uh, the city. The only part of the city that doesn't have a real wall around it because again this used to be on the uh, the sea um, so you continue south and you see them entering a place called the Inn of the Red Dragon I will go to that inn okay and I'm going to go inside immediately after them yes okay 
So you go in, you're standing there, you see the elves talking to an innkeeper who um, uh, introduces himself as Warwick. And then they're helping each other sort of get up the stairs to the to where the rooms are. Um, they've they've I'm sorry, there was more than that. There was four elves. <laughs> I forgot about Lorana and Giltinus. Um, There's a gaggle. Of, what do you call a group of elves? Is that a gaggle? A murder of elves. Um, nah, they're not that cool. No, a herd. <laughs> you took the bait, Katie. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go up to the. I'm gonna go up to the bar. I'll, I'll order a drink. And it says, uh, uh, it's kind of early in the morning, sir. Night. Early in the morning for what? The is drink. The water is the water palatable here. Oh, you want water? No, that's not what I said. I'd like an ale. But if you think that the ale, if the water is good enough to drink, then maybe I should forego the ale for the water. But if the water's not, oh, for fuck's sake, he pours you an ale, have slams an ale. it down, and sits on the house, <laughs> <laughs> and then walks away. You, you never did answer me about the water. Water's fine. Excellent. Then uh, he's going to turn around. Now, do they all go upstairs? Yes. Well, and they ordered. Completed. They 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 booked rather a lot of rooms. I'll. I'll go over to the barkeep again then. Like, breakfast? Do you serve it? I. I would like some. You know, you're not your kind is not uh, welcome here in, in Tarsus. Yeah. Paying customers aren't welcome to you. Knights of Salamnia. Oh, you can tell, can you? The must have a certain air away. about me. Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> as well. Would you prefer that I left your establishment? No, I'm just I appreciate warning the, you uh, as you uh, walk the streets. Thank you. I appreciate the warning. I would like some breakfast. Of course. We got Perhaps eggs I'm a, and grits. I'm a, oh, yummy. I'll have both. You got it. Runny, over easy on the eggs so that I can scramble them up into the grits. They all come in scrambled. I prefer to do it myself, but okay, thank you. Oh, I'm not going to put them in the grits, but if you want, I can do that. That would be excellent. No bacon. Excellent. Did you catch that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no bacon. Very well. And then he's just going to get that, and he'll sit in the uh, the common room, slowly eat his breakfast, okay. sip his ale, and see if anybody else comes down, because he's got a while yeah and then he's not going to pull up the hood of his cloak until after he's done <laughs> eating of course because that would just be fucking weird <laughs> and then once he's done with that he'll just sit in the corner and try not to fall asleep too much um you wait there for hours and nobody comes down and I've got hours to go <laughs> okay um, right because he said not until we're ready to leave well he said to meet them back at the other end but he but just wants to know did, where they went oh well then I'll finish my, my I mean you could wait there all day if you no, want but you probably no. 
No, I got to follow my orders. Yeah. I'll go back, then I'll go back to the other end. Okay. Um, you go back to the inn, you meet up with, uh, well, Aaron, you, the, the innkeeper says that, uh, the other knights, uh, went up to, uh, um, sorry, this music is not going to work for this. <laughs> um, says that the other knights went up to their rooms or their room. I guess you're probably all just splitting a room. Yeah. The way knights do. Um, no, the Lorana and Gil took one, and no, this and... is a different. These are different. People. Oh, this is a different thing. Yeah. Oh. Okay. They weren't there with you. These are these are not your friends. Don't let them. T- okay. Don't let them fool you yet. Okay. Okay. Yet. That's true. Me yet. Might be. Don't let Adam bully you into being mean to other characters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then fun. he'll just he'll just go upstairs. Okay, as you're heading upstairs, you notice. Um, Two elves. God, they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, both with dark hair. One long and straight, the other um, sort of a little more wavy and short. Um, sort of speaking softly at a, uh, at a table um, off in the corner. And you, and you didn't really realize until you went up toward the stairs, so you didn't see them there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you overhear them talking about uh, the Minotaur that you met um, uh, earlier that evening, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and some other elf, and um, hoping that they'll be able to help. And that's really all you can make out. Um, and then after a bit, um, the I'll elf... bend down to tie my shoe. <laughs> Not at all suspicious with your steel no. boot. Um, but you do you, you do that. Nobody's really paying. They're not paying attention to you anyway. Um, then the one with the uh, the short hair or the shorter hair, Lee uh, gets up uh, from the table and says. Just be careful, your majesty. And hurries out. Elven majesty. (laughs) Okay. Then I'll go up to the room, because, yeah. All right, so with that, we're a little bit early, but we're going to take a quick break before we get into the next part, because uh, well, otherwise we're going to start something we're not going to be able to finish in 15 minutes. And we're going to, when we come back, we will start the giveaway. Why don't you talk to about the giveaway? Why don't you well, entice them, whet their appetites? Uh, we will be giving away a $10 gift certificate to drive through RPG which you can spend on anything there that you wish. Uh, You do need to have an account, which if you do not have an account on RPG, it's super easy to set up. And then what you'll do if you are the lucky winner is just give us your email address that is attached to your uh, account and it will be a payment option for you when you check out. You do have to be present when we draw the winner to win. If you're not here, we just draw another name. Somebody's going to win it. 
You need to watch the stream to win the cache. The cache. Don't forget. Loon turn. I'm putting my money on you, baby. I think you can do it tonight. That's true. It could happen. That's right. I mean, how it's got to happen eventually. To, I don't know that that's people true. people did we have to skip over last time? It was like 15 people and we still didn't get the loon turn. Because <laughs> <laughs> they weren't here. Because they didn't stick around to the, the end first, of the end. Uh, to the end. The first three we pulled weren't here. The fourth one we pulled was somebody else. It was like a first-time subscriber too. Yeah. Had one had had one ticket. Whereas Luton, uh, he gets four. Well, you know what? Hopefully, we'll entice that one that first-time watcher and listener to come back. And with that, I'd like you all to come back in just a couple of minutes, as we take a little bit of a break. Um, I feel like I need to get a nap in. <laughs> So I can power through hot the beverage. second half of this thing. I don't really like hot drinks. What is? You are so weird. I like hot drink sake. Drink a cold kombucha. I don't have any kombucha. I just drink water uh, mostly nowadays. Because yeah. I'm, I'm down seventy-one pounds, though, guys. Nobody wants to. Dang. Nobody wants to talk about that. You. Yeah, we do. Starting to look sick. Look at you. You're wasting away to normal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm almost <laughs> back to what you know me as, Kencha. Live. You're, you, <laughs> You were beautiful the first time I met you, Adam. You found Don't me let beautiful anybody... once. Oh, baby, you once. got real ugly. What's that from, anyway? That's uh, Army of Darkness. Yes. Mm -hmm. And with that. It's Ash. We will be Ish. right back, folks. What's my secret? I don't he doesn't drink eat. anywhere near as much as I did, and I exercise a little bit. See, that's all it yeah. takes. That's all it takes. Yeah. All right. Complete the Adam. There we go. That was oh, sweet. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's always sweet when Will turns into a teenage girl. We'll be back. Superhero tastes are more aligned. And with that, we are back. Welcome, <laughs> ladies, gentlemen, and others, to Wicked Studios presents Dragonlance colon Dragons of Ice Part Two. And um we have a drawing now that you can enter. So now, Loon Turn, you got a little ahead of yourself before. Now's your chance to get back in it. You got to be in it to win it. And remember, don't don't even bother entering if you're going to just wander off. Because you're not going to win. No, enter. Because then we can say, ah, you could have won. Wow. And we'll talk shit. Wow, Will. Yeah, man. <laughs> this is how you treat our viewers. Only the ones that want Which is off. yet still better than how you treat them. <laughs> Which is weird. Uh, why we have so much enmity toward you guys. You all seem really nice. I don't know what our problem is with you. Just they true. wander off. That's the problem. They do tend to wander off. Anyway, remember, you have to watch the stream to win the cache. And don't forget it. So... I'm going to take a moment here. We have the like, follow, and subscribe screen up. So check us out, obviously. If you're on Twitch, you know where to find us. If you're not on Twitch, go to Wicked Studios LLC. On YouTube, that's Mr. Adam PL, M-R-A-T-O-M-P-L. Facebook is at Giant Stomp. Because Will thinks he stomps giants, I suppose. I and somebody else had Wicked Studios already. They already did, yeah. <laughs> well, well yeah, jerks. Um, and then also, again, we are on podcast. Our first 19 episodes are up. I try to put at least a couple up uh, every week to, until we catch up. 
and then they will be on probably that Monday or Tuesday following the stream. But go just anywhere you go to, uh, anywhere you go to listen to podcasts. It's just search for Dragonlance Chronicles, and we will come up. And um, with that... Hold on. If you're not following us already and watching, you should. Even It says that we're actually at 629 from our 650 goal of followers. And if you're not uh, subscribed, if you subscribe, you get four tickets to win instead of just one measly little ticket. That's pretty good. Yep. Okay, I'm done. Now... On, on similar note, go to YouTube slash Mr. Adam PL and subscribe there as well because I'm like four subscribers away to like 400. Like, come on, guys. Four? I should probably go and subscribe. What, you asshole? <laughs> of no, course I'm subscribed. I don't want you then. I'm already there. You can't keep me out. I, 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 that's a good question. Could I? Probably not. So anyway, guys, uh, check us out on all of our things. Um, if you're on Twitch on the computer, scroll down. Will has a bunch of stuff on there as well. He's got shirts. We've got Wicked Studio shirts. I'm wearing one now. Yeah, yes, the white, the white one looks really good. I think this the is white gray. one looks the best. It's a light oh, gray. Uh, same diff. It's kind of washed out a little bit. Yeah. You're I washed out. You know what? <laughs> Screw you! <laughs> and and a Jadik dies. And so does Garel. And so does Garel. Sorry, I no, love everybody to... everybody loves Garel. You can't kill him. <laughs> yeah, you can't kill Garel. I mean... <laughs> All right, we'll just get somebody else to play Everybody's undecided him. about Jadik. Right? I mean, it would be totally believable if the big Minotaur died because everybody beats him. I mean... <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, let's get back. Yeah, he's got to get some armor. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, and that was begging. I was begging you to go to my fucking YouTube page and hit the fucking subscribe button. <laughs> begging. Now I'm going to be belligerent about it, Citroen. That's what you get. You got begging or belligerent. My only two levels. Yeah, there's no in between with this guy. I've known Adam for a while. Those are the best he's got. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jason, for listening to me and subscribing on YouTube. Huzzah! Huzzah! Anyway, guys. Back to the action. We find ourselves in... I don't like that. We find ourselves... I'm talking about music you guys can't hear. Sorry, but those of you at home can. We find ourselves in the frozen plains outside of Tarsus. <laughs> I'm just going to unsubscribe. <laughs> You go, you Okay, that was funny. That was good. Um, Jadik, you are kneeling in the snow, holding your friends, Kehlani, in one hand and Karani in the other. Kehlani just screamed out in pain, collapsed. You picked her up. She opened her eyes for a second and said, Zarek is dead too, and then passed out again. Kehlani, I like shake her awake. covered 
and blood. You tried as much as you could to using some of the snow at your disposal, which is there is plenty, to to what you know to clean off some of the uh, uh, the blood. She does not appear to be breathing. Thank you, Sidorin, for cheering 500 bits. Huzzah! Huzzah! You guys get an inspiration point for that, too. Woohoo! So <laughs> thank you, Sidorin. And I was muted, so hold on. Huzzah! Okay. <laughs> I, I, I expected um, better. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so only one is not breathing? Only, uh, which was it? Kailani's not breathing? Kairani is not breathing. Kairani's not breathing. Okay, so place Kalani down gently. Karani, I'm trying to like, I mean, trying to like compress her chest and try to get some air mm -hmm. in the lungs. Roll a medicine check. Ooh, nine. That doesn't seem to be working. Um, I'm searching through Kaylani's pouch to see if there's like anything I, I might recognize to help her out. Like, cause she's de definitely, cause this is like part of why they've got together. Like Kaylani's been able to help Jadik through like hangovers, cuts, bruises, and all that kind of stuff by pulling stuff out of that pouch. Sure. Um, roll an investigation check. Eleven. I mean, you find some herbs. Um, Nothing else. Some dried flowers. I mean, you never really paid much attention, and... Right. Um, the healing that she did to you, you were un really unconscious when that, when that happened. So it's, any, you don't I know how she did it or what she used. Anything with like a scent, like it can maybe wake, make up Kalani and then like, be like, I mean, there's definitely some stinky shit in here. Not breathing. Yeah. Okay, I mean, you could so find something like with a strong, something under her nose. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You find a particularly pungent um bit of herbs and um like sort of like rub it up against her like top lip so it's right there mm -hmm. um kailani roll a constitution saving throw nice slowly you open your eyes full memory of everything that happened. You look up and you see the Minotaur holding you in one arm, cradling you like, like a small child. Like He's that big. And you look over and you see your sister. Come on, she's not breathing. She's not breathing. You've got to help. I don't know what to do. I'm like shaking you. So, 
Kehlani looks at Jadik and kind of like sits herself up in the snow. Like touches her face. Looks looks up at Jadik and says She's gone. No 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 no. Can't, can't, no, no, come on, you you have you have to be able to do something for her. She looks And I like hand her your hand you your pouch of herbs. She looks at um She looks up at at at, at um Jadik and says she's at peace now Jadik's having a hard time like accepting this he's like like no how far, how far are we away from um, from Tarsus Adam you can see it as like a speck on the horizon in the distance. You figure it'll take you another couple of days. Okay. Um, so, Kitlani goes over to Jadik and puts her hand on, like, on the side of his, like, big snouty face and says... That used to be my pet name for Kim Chan back in the day. Old snouty face. That's <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I just had to go see. Yeah. <laughs> um, Don't make that face, Katie. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> so she gra- she touches his big snouty face. And... Uh, <laughs> and just looks at him with these like endearing eyes and says everything happened so quickly but she she's not in pain anymore and I think Zane's not in pain anymore either He was so angry and so sad, but he's okay now. I don't know why, but this had to happen. And you still don't know who Zane is, by the way, besides just some elf yep. right. that he mentioned right. but last time. I don't know who Zane is, but this, I can't know. And he, and he goes back to the Karani's body and just tries to wake her up. Okay, what are you going to do to uh, try to wake her up? Um, I don't like try to shake it. He's going to try to, he's going to try the same herbs that woke, woke up Kalana and try to like rub it on her lip and try to get her to to breathe in, okay. to smell it. Roll another medicine check. 
now. Pretty much what I expected. <laughs> so as you're as you're doing this, um, Kehlani is like unfastening her cloak and stretching it out on the snow next to Karani and says to Jadik, help me, help me wrap her in, in the cloak. And and Kehlani is not the happy-go-lucky that you're used to seeing her, but resigned peace, mm. starkly contrasting the anguished pain that she felt minutes ago. Okay, so J Jadik, like, calms down a little bit to see he's he, he knows that you know more than he does about this so he's kind of like starting to accept it okay he takes her body and puts it into you know the cloak wraps her up in it so um Adam, outside of Tarsus, the, she's gonna find the the most wooded area. Okay. Even if it's not very. Prolific. You, you could find a place with with some trees, yeah, a little. Yeah, that's kind of what she's looking for, and okay. she she sort of like scans the horizon for that, and then sees like the the copes of trees, and looks like laser focus right at it. And then to Jadak and says, would you carry her? Of course. And then just like smiles at you with that, with that youthful, innocent smile that she gives you and then turns and just starts walking very, um, determined and with purpose way different than you've seen her walk anywhere else like she's a wanderer she's a mm -hmm. oh flowers oh pretty oh a butterfly and she's walking laser focused right to this copse of trees okay kind of impressed with that <laughs> like seeing that focus in her but at the same time knowing that's not her usual self jadik like nods takes karani's body very carefully um, so Kehlani's not going to stop walking until she gets there like not not sleep even if it's more than a day away she's just going to walk straight towards it towards the trees you mean mm -hmm. um, it'll take a number of hours but not, not a full day As you're walking, um, Jadik, um, roll me a perception check. Pretty good perception. 17. That is a good perception. In the distance, as you're, you're walking, I mean, you're, you're, you keep looking at Kalani, you know, just making a beeline to the to the this little area of trees. 
And you keep looking down at Karani, um, you know, her, you know, just this small elven body in your arms. And you just sort of look away for a moment just to try to get your bearings and, you know, just get your head out of this uh, moment for just a second. And you see a creature in the distance toward Tarsus, um, but further to the east by a few miles and it lands it's it's flying and it lands and you can see even though it's far because again i mean it's it, it, this is like a speck on the horizon it's a cold dreary gray day and everything kind of blends in together the further away you go and you know when the wind blows it blows the the you know the snow that's on the ground up and but it looks like a griffin and two humanoid creatures get off of um this back Off of the the griffin's back. Okay. I, mean, I don't. I don't think he would say anything because since it's so far away, he's not. But he definitely is like, oh, that's strange. One looks like a solemn night. No, it's not you. <laughs> Biting a griffin. Yeah. Really. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway you see that in the distance okay you'll like mentally make a note of that like oh that's not something you see every day all right you guys um do make it to the um, little grove of trees so once Kalani gets there she immediately um goes to work and at the base of a tree she clears um, she uses her cantrips druidcraft shape water and gust to clear the snow away from the ground okay and uh, then Jadik what you see is um, Kehlani just sort of you know walks over and you know just stands um in sort of the, the the center of this little outcropping of trees, and just sort of just puts her hands out, and when she does, this this huge gust of wind blows, and unlike the other wind that you've seen and felt um, as you've been traveling here, has been ice cold. This is warm. Um, it feels like 
you know, you're on the, the shores of Urgoth in the summertime or on the ship out at sea. Um, to you which know, the, the... really almost appreciates from all this cold. Absolutely. It feels it's good. And it's, like... and it swirls around Kehlani. And her hair is, is blowing her, you know, her cloak is, is, you know, blowing behind her and around her and whipping around. And you see the snow that's surrounding her just melt away and, and disappear. So once the ground is clear, um, she looks over at Jadak and smiles and says, this is where she belongs now. Okay. Jadak walks over and looks looks at her and be like, this is where you want me to put her down. She's not. Okay. Kneels, places um, Karani's body very gently and backs up. So she um, she kind of takes her staff and, and whispers something to it, puts it into puts it down on the ground, and um, the leaves and the the the, the, the matted down grass all around the body starts to just like perk up, and then flowers and roots and um, brambles start to grow up over around Karani's body and create like a real weave of natural um, foliage covering her. And it hugs the body tightly that you can almost see, you can see the outline, but you can almost even see the details of Karani's face and um, her hands, her bow, the the you know the woven belt that she had. After a few minutes, Kalani looks up at the tree that she's at the base of and goes and puts her hand on it. Um and says, turns and looks to Jadak and says, I need to stay. I need to stay here for a while. Of course. Yeah, of course. He totally understands. And uh, just says, I really take, and without trying to sound too sentimental, he's like, I really have taken a liking to the both of you. And if you still need my help, I will still help you. And she, she goes, she looks right at Jadik and says, she knows, she knows how much you loved her. And she says to him, you're my best friend. And then turns back to the tree. <laughs> Chad, it kind of nods and 
smiles a little bit and just kind of slowly backs away and starts to walk out of the grove. And as you do that, um, the clouds in this area, just seemingly just above you, slowly part. Thank you, Phantom, for cheering 200. And thanks for to Will to gifting a bunch of subs to people, which are going to pop up endlessly that I'm going to not read out. <laughs> there they go. Um, although Snowbound has got uh, a, a perfect uh, Twitch handle here for this episode. Um, so when you're backing out, you see the, you know, the clouds slowly drifting apart. Um, a golden uh, hue surrounding it and and as they they move apart you just this beam of sunlight just comes down um, and sort of looks like it's just gently caressing um, Kehlani as she stands over the uh, the body of her sister Um, Jadik's going to leave her, let her do her thing, and kind of go back to where, to the edge of the woods and look out towards where he saw that griffin landing. He's going to try to preoccupy himself. Yeah. Just kind of look out and see if he could see what's going on out that way. Um, it looks like they're setting up a camp. Um, shortly afterward... The griffin flies off, leaving the two figures um, out on their own. Okay. He's just kind of like checking to see that they're not a threat. They're not heading over this way. Just... It doesn't seem to be. Uh, do me a favor, too. Roll a history check. Yeah. There's something about the griffin that seems vaguely familiar, but you never really paid much attention in history class. Land mammals. Although you have a plus one to your history, so you're just you're naturally good at it, I guess. But in this case, um, in this case, no, I'm good with sea creatures. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they. Um, you can see a, a small fire um, ignite um, as they set up camp froze. there. Did Adam freeze? You guys? No, you froze. Yeah. I don't know. I froze. Yeah, you froze. Yeah, okay. so stop blaming it on me, Jason. Sorry. <laughs> I think you froze, Adam. Shut up, Will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you want to do? Um, I'm basically just going to wait for her, honestly. I'm not, like, really going to go anywhere. I'm just going to kind of make sure we're not going to be disturbed. Maybe look around, walk a little bit kind of around. I mean, how big is this outcropping of trees? Can I walk around it? Sure, yeah, easily, yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. Just kind of scan the perimeter, make sure she's not disturbed. Okay. Um, so, she's... Just to just to give a little bit of context, she's here for 
the rest of this day. Eight full hours. So then I'm probably going to, uh, after maybe like an hour passes, I'm probably going to be like, okay, we're going to be here a while. I'm going to like <laughs> gather some firewood, try to make like a little bit of a shelter. Sure. So yeah. And she's go ahead. So I can probably like, yeah, it's definitely easier yeah. here than it has been. Sure. Yeah. Um, Ke Keilani is, is clearly doing something but you have no real idea what sure sure your primitive mind can't understand all the things i don't know your magic talk your magic speak <laughs> so you're you are able to set up a um a camp um fairly close to where uh, uh kaylani is but with giving her enough um space right. and a little and a little bit into the woods so like it's not seen too well from the outside trying yeah. to keep our privacy yeah again it's not much of a woods it's I mean, right it's you know it's it's really some trees okay there's not a lot of it's it's this is a pretty big open expanse here in this area right um but yeah you're you're able to do that um Easily enough. Then probably just um, sit by the fire, wait for her sharpening my sword. Okay. Got to start. Um, roll me another perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay. Good. Um. After a few hours, you notice as you look over, because you're like, you know what? I haven't checked on those elves in a while. Uh, or whoever those humanoids were, rather. <laughs> I might have given it away, guys. <laughs> um, but I think I covered it so uh, so smoothly that uh, I don't know. Did I did I pray enough to the God of Smooth, uh, otherwise known as KD? <laughs> Why would elves be riding a house Malkarite Griffin? That don't make no sense. That is weird. Yeah, you sell them. It's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> they're branded House Malkarite. Yeah, that's right. Hey, nice Griffin. Is that a House Malkarite? Why, yes, it is. It is. It's not your dad's Malkarite, Griffin. <laughs> it's not your dad's Malkarite. <laughs> no, it's not. No, indeed, it's not. Um, and you, you look around, and there, the fire is out. Mm. You can still see some of the, you know, the the, the smoke drifting up. You look around because they're not there, like they're mm -hmm. gone. And as you look around, you see coming at you from sort of like looped around a little bit but coming toward you are two humanoid figures that you can now tell are elves because they're closer how about that good enough there you go they look long and lean yeah. pointy ears okay dude they're like obviously coming towards us they're trying to be stealthy but in this 
Um, they were hoping you were you were going to continue to not pay attention, really. Right. Um, but there's not a lot of place for them to hide. So. Okay. So, I'm like, okay, I'm definitely going to at least go over to uh, Kalani and be like, uh, I think we're going to have company soon. It Adam, looks like much, we're going to have company soon. How much time has passed since they started? Um, since this started, between four and five, I'd say. Okay. So, um, yep. Kehlani just says, well, I'm not finished. Oh, okay. How much more time do you need? Because there's two of them. They, they definitely look like elves. Janik's afraid of getting just... into a fight. <laughs> like, well, he doesn't want to, like... Have Get your hurt. hammer ready, Janik. Oh, wait a they're minute. Both, they're oh, both twirling scimitars. <laughs> <laughs> One breathes fire. <laughs> she says, I need a few hours. Okay. And, like, with that, he's just like, all right. And he uh, runs out to the edge. And... Um, just he'll pull a scimitar out, load up the hand bow, the hand the hand crossbow, and just be like, "All right, bring it." So what? All right. So what? Are you, you're gonna just walk toward them, or are you gonna stay where? No, you're no. Going? I'm gonna like stand my ground. I'm gonna like run out, like let's say, fifty yards, okay, distance from the uh, the little outcropping of woods, and be like, "All right," and stand my ground, like, bring it. All right. I don't know what's going on, but. I don't like the look of it. When they see that, they stop for a second. And you can see them turn to each other and talk um, and then continue toward you as they get closer. Are they running at me? No. They're walking briskly, but they're not running at you. Okay. Um, they're, they're, you don't see any weapons drawn. Hmm. And you can tell that they're both female elves. Um, dark hair. Um, one is wearing a... Um, obviously, they're both dressed for the weather. Um, furs and, um, you know, warm clothing. One is dressed like a like a fighter like this is this is somebody who is um a, you know somebody who's been in a fight or two you know walks very confidently uh has mm -hmm. a sword strapped to her hip and the other is walks like one of the Palanthus nobles um, wearing a long um, you know thick gown um, underneath her furs um, long black hair she's definitely dressed much better and nicer um, than the uh, than the other mm -hmm. and you imagine that just from your experience and you know you've been 
around and you know seen a lot of people that this may be you know some sort of noble and her bodyguard okay is what it kind of appears to be anyway all right so seeing that i like relax my stance a little bit i put away the, the crossbow and just like okay so why are you approaching me i'll ask we mean you no harm and it kind of seems funny because you're this big hulking minotaur you've got a scimitar in one hand a crossbow in the other um the person talking is the one with the 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 longer hair and the the fine dress and she doesn't even seem to have a weapon on her are you part of the dragon armies and with that i kind of like <laughs> uh no i'm i'm here with my own companions one of which has passed her sister is burying her and i point to the outcropping and i was just worried you were going to interrupt her funeral rites and with that you see the um the fighter type whose you know hand had been resting at her um you know on the hilt of her sword just relax a little bit <laughs> and she says um I, I, I'm sorry to ask this. How much would it cost to procure your services? And I'm like, I shake my head. And at this point, you know, my scimitar is still in my hand. I put, I put the tip down on the ground and just kind of rest my hand on it, realizing like they're not a threat, but still having it out. I'm like, no, um, my services is bound to the remaining, and, I, and I'll say this purposefully, the remaining elf. An elf? Yes, I was traveling with two. One is past. Her sister is burying her as we speak. May we speak with them? Well, like I said, She's in the middle of burying her sister, and she is one of, and he kind of pauses. She is a child of nature, and she has her, and he's really trying not to say the wrong thing here. Mm -hmm. She has her ways, and she needs time to finish what she's doing. So if you're willing to wait, I'm willing to let you talk to her since you are obviously of the same race. Do you speak Elvin? Or Elvish? Um, uh, I don't think so. No. Okay. Well, they. Um, the one who has been speaking turns to the other, says something in Elvish, and then um, the other replies. And they nod their heads, uh, but they look a little surprised when you when you um, when you described Kalani 
um, that way. And then she says, look, I'll be, I'll be blunt. I don't have a lot of time. My homeland is in danger. I can pay you and your companion any price. There is no price that is too high for your help. And at which uh, one eyebrow on chat is <laughs> And he's like, you're welcome to wait with me by the fire. But I must insist you wait until she's finished. Of course, I would not dream to interrupt the uh, burial rituals. This elf okay. friend of yours, where is she from? And he kind of like, huh, the woods? <laughs> I was like, I really couldn't tell you. The woods? We, uh, yeah. How did you meet? One, we met... And then he pauses. He's like, I'm sorry. What are your names? My apologies. I am Elhana Starbreeze. This is my companion, Sarinda. And he bows. He's like, Jadik. Um, and he now sheaths his sword. He starts walking towards the uh, campfire. And he basically brings them up to date where they met this um, sailing over on the storm born the uh, the battle and then how he woke up and found out his lost his ship and his crew most of his crew and uh, his connection to the two hmm interesting Have you been inside of Tarsus yet? That is where we are headed. No, not yet. So you don't know if it is overrun by the dragon armies? Not that I'm aware of, no. I mean, oh, where was the, what was the port we came into? Was Rigget. That, that wasn't part. No, that was, was Rigget. Rigget, yeah. I tell them about Rigget that the dragon armies are there. Yes. They're everywhere, including my homeland. Mm. Which is well, why I need help. They're definitely making a push for all the lands, apparently. I, of course, will give your friend time to mourn. But even if you do decide to help, we will need more. If you accompany me into Tarsus, I will pay you. You can name a fair price. I can pay and steal. And if you help me find others like yourself, mercenaries, she's making a rash uh, judgment on you right there. Um, yeah. And come with us, I could pay you more. And he's like, maybe I wasn't clear. I have a ship. I have my own ship. Your ship won't do you very much good out here in... My point is, I have my own... And he 
um, my own path. I'm not a mere mercenary. I'm willing to help for payment, sure. Mm. But ultimately my, ultimately, my plan is to get back to my ship. And as it looks, everywhere is being overrun by these dragon armies, from what I hear. From where I've been, I've seen, we've we fought dragon armies on ships. There were many of their ships in dock. They seem to be everywhere in, um, was it Rigget? Rigget? Mm-hmm. Rigget, yeah. Look. And if your home has been taken over, who's to say they're not in Tarsus already? We may be probably walking into a battle we... without knowing it. I'll get you, I'll help you get there. I might, and depending on how much you're willing to pay, I might even help you get your little army together. But after that, I have my own plans. Understood, but let me be be more clear. When I misspoke when I said the dragon armies, it made it seem like there was an army in my homeland. There is not. That said, my people are in danger. My father, the Speaker of the Stars, is in danger. And I cannot help him or my people alone. At that, the, um, the, the one that uh, she called Sorinda says something in Elvish, and it's, it, it's, it's kind of like, a, you know, she, it's just a sharp tone, and immediately uh, Alhana just snaps her head and looks at, at her, and um, Sorinda then sort of just sort of, you know, looks down and, and quiets down. Did you tell her, I'm sorry, did you tell her about what happened to your ship? Or did you go into those details or no? Not not great details. He just kind of like, I had a ship. I lost it. I intend on getting it back. I have uh, what's okay. left of my crew is gathering more crew. And uh, I, my intention is to get Kailani to Tarsus, get her settled, and then get back to my crew. I can pay for a new ship. <laughs> and he kind of chuckles. He's like, no, you don't understand. When I say my ship, I mean I designed it. I built it. It's my ship. And it's, it's drifting out there. It's still salvageable. It's my ship. Fine. How are you going to get to it? I, I'll get to it. It's kind of like offsider. I'm gonna, I'll get to it. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> no one's ever gotten to anything like I'm gonna get to that ship. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure a boat's gonna be involved. Right, right. <laughs> There'll be a stealing of a boat involved. I'm sure. 
And he's just kind of, and he's kind of like, all right, fine. I haven't thought of it that way, but I'm going to get there. I can help you in any way that you need monetarily. If you help me, if, and if you can't, I understand. I will find others in Tarsus, hopefully. And, uh, Jadik's like... And he kind of, and he, and he kind of gestures to the, to the middle over there. It's like, Kehlani is... I am bound to Kehlani if she decides that it is worth helping you, then I will agree to help. So when she's done, you can talk to her. And if she thinks your cause is worthy, then I'll be willing to go with her to help you. Very well. For a fair price. Of course. Kehlani, um, time passes and you're at your uh, eight hours. <clears throat> so after eight hours, um, you, you, you look over and um, you see Kehlani kind of reaches up to the, the, the tree that she's been sitting by and the tree kind of reaches down towards her. It looks far more um, anthropomorphized than it did at the beginning of this and they seem to have a conversation and then the tree kind of like you get the impression that the tree is now um, like it kind of like stands where it is as a sentinel and she uh, she hugs it and then bends down to the um, the casket of brambles on her sister and whispers something as she touches the forehead, where the forehead would be. And then looks up at Jadik and um, walks over, uh, walks over to you. And she says, who are your friends? So Jadik, uh, you know, introduces the two and then kind of explains the situation to her. Um, is the name familiar to Kehlani? Um, the name itself isn't, but when she mentions that she's the daughter of the Speaker of the Stars, you know that she is or must be the, or a at least, princess of the Sylvanesty Elves. Um, mm -hmm. but so, you wouldn't know much more than that from where you're from she says well what what kind of trouble is your father in and you Kemchan you notice that Kehlani's countenance is she's got a, a weariness to her voice as if the last two days are kind of catching up to her physically mm. but that brightness that was gone for all the day is starting to return. Okay. 
Um, she says, dire, difficult to explain. You're Kaganesti, which is more of a statement than a question. She says, your clothes are fancy. Yes, thank you. What brings you here? Jadik. His no, boat. He says that you brought him. Well, we were on his boat. Yes, why here? Oh, well, this is where we're going to meet him. Meet whom? Zane. And who was Zane to you? He's an elf. A Kaganesti like yourself? No, different. Qualanesti, then? He's not like any other elf. Hmm. I've noticed you use the old magic. Very impressive. Yes. She's not being disrespectful, but she's also like cut like the the customs are very, very different. So she understands this is like a princess, but kinda doesn't care. And she's not being rude, but she's just being um Aloof. And you can tell that she, and Jadik, you can see this too, that um, she is going out of her way to be nice, even though it doesn't seem like it, mm. um, but is clearly looking down on this elf. And, and just the way that she says Kaganesti. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's, that in itself is a slight in her mind. Right. Um, but at the same time, she's being as polite about it as she can because she needs the help. <sighs> so she, um, Kailani says, we have to wait a few days until Zane gets here. Then I have to see him. After that, we can help you. Very good. Kind of, and at that, Jada kind of leans over to Kailani and is like, sure, that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think it's a good idea? I don't know. I mean, I trust you. I'll trust what you say and what you think about this, but the way she's talking to you, I'm not, I'm not liking it. Well, everybody kind of talks to me that way. Yeah, I don't Except like you. It. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of puts his arm around her and kind of like gives it, like hugs her a little bit. Um. If they're not, and, 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 and again, this is just between the two of them, he's whispering, like, well, mm -hmm. if they're not willing to wait, they say they're in a big rush. 
and I know that your your whole thing is uh, this other Zarek person. So, if they say they won't wait, what do you want to do? Well, if they say they won't wait, then we won't help them. Okay, good. And then and he's like, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> and he kind of sits up now. He's like, so, you, you heard we're waiting for someone. Are you willing to wait? Are you meeting this someone, this Zane character in Tarsus? That's where he'll be. Good. Then we will accompany you there. I'm not going there yet. In the morning, we leave for Tarsus. If you meet us at the gates, if you don't want to come with us in the morning, we will pay for your lodging. One way or the other, we will find help. And we will pay handsomely for that help. You seem capable, both of you. You with the sword and you with the old magic. I would like your help. We would like to help you, but Jadik needs to get back to his ship. I'm not finished here with my... And so, Kehlani's tone adopts a much more Kehrani-like tone when she says this, like very to the point, very business. And she looks, well, we would like to help you, but Jadik needs to get back to his ship, and I'm not finished with my sister, plus we're waiting for Zane. So when that happens, we can help you. After that, th- then, we'll, then we'll have our discussions. And then, then she just turns away and walks right back towards where... Um, where Kil- where Kirani is is laying. And Jadik and Jadik looks at the two of them and goes, "And there you have it." <laughs> and then Alhana will turn to you and say, "I understand that you feel like you have the upper hand on me as I need help, and I am outright in saying that. But regardless of whether you help me or not, please understand that The longer you wait to do anything, the more danger you are in. There is nowhere left safe on Kryn. They have gotten to the Sylvanisty Kingdom. They will get to you and your ship and your friend. And the two of you alone will be helpless to stop them. And uh, Jadik looks at her and he kind of like, he kind of smiles and he's like, listen, I don't want to make it sound like we're brushing you off. We're not. She's obviously willing to help you, but we have things to do first. We were here for, we're going to Tarsus for our own reason. And when we're finished with that, it sounds like will be more than willing to help you if you're still there and then we can follow. Understood, and, and please don't misunderstand me. My point is to try to help. It doesn't f- 
feel like you completely understand the severity of the situation that all of Kryn finds itself. These are armies of darkness that are conquering our lands. You told me yourself that your ship was under siege by these forces. Jadik nods. He's like, okay, no, I understand what you're saying. And now you are also, keep in mind, I'm sure I don't need to remind you, a minotaur in lands that doesn't look kindly upon those of your race. You need, Jadik, you need as much help as I do. You just don't know to, it yet. And to this, Jadik kind of is like, listen, me and my people have been dealing any kind of points in general to the two of them. They've been dealing with what people think of us for as long as we've been around. That's nothing new. And then he realized he's sounding like threatening and he kind of backs up and he's like, we're willing to help. When we catch up to you, we'll help. We just have our own thing to finish first. I understand. And we can't, unfortunately, rush that. Who knows? Maybe what we're actually going to be doing will be helping. I hope for your sake it is. And mine. And that of my people's. And with that, we cut to Tarsus. The dragons attack the city. Swarms of draconian forces enter, slaughtering those who guard the, the walls and the gates. It's not even a fight. The Infellows have made their way out of the uh, inn of the Red Dragon after days um, to where they discovered some knights who were looking for something called a dragon orb, a magical item that is rumored to destroy dragons. Zarek was kidnapped and then aided in his escape by his friends, some of them at any rate. Kehlani and Jadak While you were at the gate of Tarsus, they, um, the guards were giving you a hard time, particularly Jadik, about coming in. And during a bit of a, an argument, um, Alhana and... Well, uh, as, I'm, I just want to say, like, as mm -hmm. they were coming up to Tarsus, Jadik would have put, pulled his hood up, knowing 
what to expect and mm -hmm. like pulled his cloak. As they got close to, I mean, there's no way for you to hide those horns. Yeah. Well, he's got well, a, yeah. one and I a mean, half like, horns, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the cloak would have kind of like. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but once you get close enough to them, where that you'd have to pass sure. through the gate, they'd be able to see you. Like you'd be able to right. get there closely enough. I mean, easily enough. But then they stop, and um, Ohana then appears, talks to them, gives them some coin, and you enter the city. She brings you to the inn of the White Stag, where she's already procured rooms for you figuring that you would be here. Mm. She tells you that she has gone to the governor to try to enlist the help of the city of Tarsus and its militia. Um, but it appears that the governor is in league with the draconian forces. She has asked you to keep an eye out for other adventurer type, mercenary type um, to aid if you're still willing. Um, you notice that she is alone now and Sorinda is not with her. Okay. When you ask, you know, inquire about that, she merely states that she um, is doing her part of the mission and leaves it at that. Okay. Odie. You have been following this contingent of Draconian forces. For the most part, and depending if you know who you encounter or don't, you you easily can blend in. Um You can tell when the ar as the army gets there that it's, it's a really uncoordinated attack. And somebody of your military background is just scoffs at Toad's imbecilic take on what taking a city means. Um, that said, there are flights of red dragons with him. And the red dragons, you know, are always out for blood. Anytime that they can destroy something and get into the to a, some sort of fight, or in this case, massacre, they're all for it. Some of the other dragons are a little bit different. Um, the blues typically are more aligned with that of the the human officers which most of the draconians are and congratulations to team queen uh, to team queen <laughs> to queen tiamat for winning the drawing huzzah huzzah um the blues though are they they seem to actually like the humans um and work very well with them the greens will fight, but only if they're backed into a corner. They will typically use their their brains um, to trick 
what they consider the weaker races. And um, the, the whites are usually pretty dumb. The white dragon forces are have been to the south. They haven't really accomplished much of anything, the forces in general. Um, the dragon high lord um, down in, um, in, in the south, the, the white dragon high lord is... The rumor is he's an elf, um, which is interesting. But other than that, he keeps to himself. None of the other high lords from what you've heard Get, like him or give him any sort of respect. Um, the the uh, the black dragon armies and the black dragons are smaller, um, but s just cruel. And then the reds. The reds will listen to the the humans in charge. I'll call them only as long as it suits their purpose. And if they get bored, they do what you're seeing here, which is just complete and utter destruction. So you are outside of the city as this starts. You know how this is going to go. This is going to be solace, but on a much bigger scale. What would you like to do? How far along is this after what just happened with the with the dragon? Um, it's about a week and a half. Oh, Not okay. a terribly long period of time. It's uh, maybe right. two weeks tops. I don't remember exactly okay, so, how the timing was. It was, but it's not long. Sure. So, um, so he has a pretty good idea of he he could have formed he. he I'm assuming would have known that this was the plan. Yeah, you knew that and you heard um, Toad say that they were going to commence on this attack on Tarsus. This was something that Verminard had been talking about. Mm. His goal, um, like all of the major cities, um, is to just take them over. Mm. Um, but now Fewmaster Toad is in charge and frankly he is an idiot. Um, like he's not even stupid enough to be cruel. Like he's just like, and he, you, you can see too, just by the way that the dragons are attacking and then, and the, um, the, the draconians and goblins are going in that there's no order. This is just chaos and, and, you know, wanton destruction. Sure. Um, so he doesn't have any intention of taking out Toad because he knows Toad is an idiot but um, he'll try to be stealthy and kind of uh, try to take out some of the, like the goblins or the, um, the draconians. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, roll a stealth check first. guys are not good at that's an 11 so they would have missed anyway but yeah um you're able to come up from behind um a group of 
goblins that you can see are a bit concerned about going into the city while the dragons are attacking. But they're not paying attention to you and you can do you can if you if you want to attack. Yeah. Okay. There hold on wait. Before I do that, mm -hmm. I just want to get make this clear. Um I want to clear this up rather. They're 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 also like underlings, like they're soldiers too, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Right. Great, yeah, he'll attack. Alright, so I'm gonna put you on a map. Cool. And where's the right map? Will, why don't you tell the good folks at home what else happens here on Wicked Studios? Why, I would be delighted to, madam. Every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Can you talk a little, <clears throat> a little more into the, in, into the mic? Into the mic. You're looking <laughs> at the mic, but yet it's not picking up your voice. I wanted to make sure I wasn't muted. Okay, cool. <laughs> Put well, yourself... Uh, I was KD trying to be all here. sultry with my voice. But anyway, <laughs> every Wednesday... Sultry. Uh, I couldn't think of another word. You put me on the spot. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, we have Greyhawk Adventures, which is currently in the streets of Lukesh in Greyhawk. See, I'm terrible at this. I just need you, Adam. <laughs> Where... Uh, I think we're on episode five of that uh, adventure, where we are. Um, well, I shouldn't say we. The uh, the characters are all part of the um, city watch. Uh, we have constables, and then we have inspectors, and we go back and forth between the two as the constables turn up the dirt, and the inspectors go and investigate the dastardly deeds of the underworld uh, of Lukesh. So we got that going on. You're... If you'd like more Greyhawk, uh, you could always go over to uh, the Greyhawk Companion, which is my blog, where I write all kinds of Greyhawk stuff. And I'm currently uh, writing up uh, uh, articles about the dragons of the Flaness. And that's where I do all the different dragons, except the evil dragons, because there's already a ton written about evil dragons. So... So you're writing about the good dragons. The good dragons, the neutral dragons, the brown dragons, the uh, cloud dragons. Uh, I just wrote up uh, a Electrum dragon. Wrote up about Electrum dragon. Did I show you what I got recently? Maybe. I don't know. You're going to make me jealous? I, you I got all kinds of cool shit now. Yeah. Look at that. Look at this. The James, uh, uh, James Ward. Uh, uh, Greyhawk Adventures. Adventures, the 1E version. Yeah, baby. That's good shit right there. <laughs> I've, I've only looked through a little bit of it so far. Anyway, we, well, first, you are going to get a surprise round, Odie. Yep. Hold on. Sorry, I can't find my, there, I have a mouse over here. What am I doing? Okay. Did you put the map on? Oh, shit. I didn't hit. I did, so, but I didn't hit that. There we go. There we go. Thank you. Mm -hmm. 
so all the people at home can see. So first hill. Did that miss? Does uh, he get advantage if it's like a if it's like a sneak attack? Sure. Not a sneak attack. A well, yeah, it is a sneak attack, effectively. So, yeah, well, you know what? We're going to give you advantage on it, because it is, because they don't know you're coming. So, yeah, this is cool. uh, this is advantage. Nice. So that'll hit the first guy, and you killed him. Okay. <laughs> and you still have another attack. Yep. Roll, uh... Yep. Another... <laughs> Yoink. All right. Now it is your turn. Cool. Nope. 13 misses. So the, the other one sees that and says, oh, shit. Ducks out of the way as you swing. What does um, he say? But then you swing back <laughs> and as he's standing back up and you just, I'm assuming, lop off his head. Yep, he's gone. Why am I rolling 11 for everything? I don't know. That seems weird, doesn't it? No, it's right, though. Yeah, you yes. just keep rolling <laughs> the same damage every time. But it is right. All right. Uh, their turn. These goblins are going to attack. And I'm sure they're going to take you down with their scimitars. <laughs> oh, we rolled a oh, nat 20. Yeah. Sure uh oh. Did. <laughs> so that's... Six, oh. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven points of damage for that guy. Okay. Um, he really did come to play here. He's got some bloodlust going on. He's uh, the other guy rolled a twenty-three. That does hit. Uh, for four slashing. <laughs> so fifteen okay. altogether. That's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hilarious because I just got fifteen temporary hit points exactly. <laughs> so. it's, it's funny. Um. Okay. All right, your turn. Swing. Swing. All right, both hit, so you're probably going to kill both of them. That is so... Uh, no, this is... There's got to be... No, there you go. You were right. You just got four sixes in a <laughs> I'm row. I'm just even. rolling sixes very well. And this guy is hanging on by a thread. But he is still... Oops, I killed the other guy, but you, the guy who had the initiative attack attached to him. But anyway, the guy who crit you was going to attack again. And miss. Yeah. And Obviously, it, it's a miss. And now it is your turn. Can I just flick him? <laughs> you can do whatever you want. It's your turn. The 14 hit. That will miss. That will that hit, hits. and he's dead. He had one That's hit a, point. Yeah, it's a, what a waste of a crit. Yeah. I mean, you can still roll the damage if you want, but he had literally one point. It's impossible. No, that's damage. like rubbing it in when you do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, so you just come up to them, sneak in behind them, and just just cut them down. Now, one guy did get a good shot in on you, and that distracted you a little bit where the other guy was able to clip you, but you were able to get out of the way for most of the uh, the blow, just, to, just enough. But, yeah, so um, here you see up ahead an old couple human with a cart wooden cart and you can see it looks like they have like all their worldly possessions or at least what they were able to put on this cart and they're trying to um pull it out and you can see they're heading toward the like um, villagers yes 
Okay. And they're heading away from the north gate. They're heading south, because that's where the armies came in from. I should have said that before, from the north. Um, although you did see that, you know, some were spreading out to go to the, um, uh, around to the side for the, uh, the eastern gate. Um, but for right now, most of the draconians and goblins that are coming in have gone in from the, the gate that you just entered from on the north side. Um, the dragons are all over the place. That's why everything's on fire already. So anyway, that's what you see. And there, and there's, oh, this wheel just sort of cracks and, and breaks on this cart. And there, and you can see the old man is trying to like fix it. And the, you know, the woman is yelling at him to forget it. Let's go. And he, um, uh, okay. So do I know of any, like, do I have any idea of where the dragon army might not be? Or might not go? It's hard to say. The only place because where... they're like flying around. It looks like they were going to... Again, they, the, the dragons are everywhere. The armies were going from the north and the east. The western side they it seems to be where a lot of people are fleeing to. Mm. Um, so between the west and the south is where people are going. Um, at this point, it's hard to say if there's, you know, where the, uh, the, the, the dragon armies are in that regard, but those are best you can think of one of those two directions, is, or both, you don't know, is, is probably the best, at least right now. Okay. Um, he'll run up to the couple. The woman screams. Yeah. He, has, he stops and hesitates and, like, looks at her. Yeah, and Almost she like, and she actually jumps in front of her husband, who's still with, with this wheel, and you know, yeah. as, as if to protect him. Yeah. Um, and they say, "Please, please. What what can I, killing us accomplish?" I, I'll fix it. What? <laughs> I I can fix it. Don't turn your back to him. Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> this is how carjackings happen. <laughs> We're being wagon jacked. <laughs> um, they take a step side. Like, what 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 trickery is this? He he doesn't. He kind of just hesitates and, and shakes his head and just kind of leans down and starts trying to fix the wheel. Okay, roll a. If they let them. This is what, what you would roll for this. Um. What, what do you think, guys? Help me out here. What would we roll to fix a wagon? Um, intelligent land vehicle. Do you have land vehicles? Oh yeah, do you have land vehicles? And if so, oh, what is that? Uh, what is that based on? Like, let's. Yeah, we... So it pro it procs whatever. Like if you it procs whatever attribute you want. Um, yeah, that's what we're trying to figure so out. So probably though. intelligence or strength. I would think yeah. intelligence. It's probably either strength or intelligence. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a little bit of both mixed in there, but let's do an intelligence roll first to see if you can figure out how to oh. do it. I mean, I just rolled a land vehicle. Oh, there you go. All right, 15. Yeah, you're able yeah. to get this axle back up onto the um, uh, the 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 under the undercarriage of the, uh, the cart, and you're fitting it in as best you can. There's definitely a piece of it that's kind of broken off, but it will work now, um, at least you know, short term. If they hit a pothole, they're fucked, but... <laughs> Just drive straight. Don't turn! <laughs> Don't turn! Um, 
So once he's done with that, he'll kind of like back up with his hands up and do his best to like disappear. Okay. Um, they're, they, they are so confused about what just happened. And if they're like um, flabbergasted, he'll be like, run! <laughs> and then they turn and they run. And they like the, the guy grabs the cart and, you know, pulls it, you know, with him. Um, Do I know of any way to, um, like, what, like, what's the, what, what are the red dragons kryptonite? Like, do I know that? Do I have um, any idea of, like, what would distract them or? The only thing that would distract them would be something interesting to kill. As far as their weaknesses, you haven't seen any yet. So... Do I... So, as far as that goes, like, what? what is something that they would be interested in killing? I don't know. I mean, they've got all of their... The, the, their choice here right now. Sure. So, all right. whatever. Um, I mean, what do you... That's up to you to decide. Right. So, hmm. See, so you said Griffin, and now Griffin's on my mind. Um, oh, they would love to kill a Griffin. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, I've got a head. Oh, Griffin had hanging up on my. No, I'm just kidding. I would. That's disgusting. People, taxidermy is not my thing. Just going to throw that out there. <laughs> if you're thinking of getting me a birthday present, Taxidermied animal is not the way to go. Um, I'm just trying to see if minor illusion could create something like that. Spoilers. You could create a five foot. Yeah. <laughs> cube of a of a griffin. It's just an image. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Were you going to say something, Jason? Okay, my bad. Um, and keep in mind, there's not there's at least ten red so dragons here. He will say. Uh, he he'll he'll think to himself like. Um, He'll think to himself, like, "Gee, I wish I, I wish there was a, a griffin or or some sort of giant animal to distract these dragons." And... I'll tell you what, make a perception check. <laughs> okay. Nineteen. You actually see six griffin. <laughs> Flying toward the city. They're flying. they're a distant. They're flying toward the city. Okay. Thank you, Snowbound, for uh, 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 one hundred bits. I don't know what you call these things. Still, you think by now it one hundred bits. Huzzah! Huzzah! Thanks, Snowbound. Um. So. And I'm pretty sure two hundred more get you guys another. Uh, Inspiration. Well, did from... we get 200 before from somebody? You got. Oh, yeah, so you have only one. Yeah, so yes, that's why you say you have three right now in the bank, so you need two more to get that inspiration. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, from which direction are they coming from? 
They are coming from the south. Okay, so towards the north. Yes, they're um, moving in a northerly direction. Right, I'm saying he will cast without quite understanding what he's doing. He'll cast Silent Image and Griffin will appear about 60 feet away. Um, yes. In order to, I think, read through that. I read through it really quickly. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so it's a 15 foot cube. Yeah, which is kind of small. Um, but maybe it's a baby. <laughs> it's a who, little weak little they baby. They love eating baby griffins. Sure. Um, yeah, you can you can alter the image to make it look like it's walking or flapping its wings yeah, or like yeah, wounded. So. Sure. Okay. And who are you trying to attract with this griffin? Any old dragon that sees it. All right, let me get my dragon. If out. the dragons are sentient, obviously, so yes. If he sees one, he'll try to call its attention to it. I hope those griffins were not right. Sure. What? <laughs> what you say? But I hope those griffins weren't our ride. <laughs> well, well, matter of fact. Um, hold on, I lost my red dragon. All right, so what's what's your um? You know what? Roll me. What's your what's your spell DC? We'll do it that way. I mean, the spell save DC right there is thirteen. Oh, oh, that is <laughs> literally right in front of me. Yeah. Well, I didn't read that, okay? No, I was I was making the face because you just rolled a 13. I rolled a 13. So at first, this dragon cut, like sees this thing and thinks, baby griffin, I'm going to have some lunch. Swoops down, because I mean, it's just tied to the DC. So this isn't um, a, uh, you know, a slam dunk that he caught this. But then as he comes closer, he realizes, wait a minute. Well, if he starts to slide, uh, swoop down rather, I'll move it. Sure. I'll have it run. Yeah, but he's looking at it and he's like, this is weird. So he's going to sort of like come, he's he's definitely like, he's probably, if that's 60 feet up from you, um, he's. Well, I mean, I was, I was gonna have it on the ground, just like 60 feet away. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's still then probably 60 feet up. Okay. And over this thing. Mm -hmm. And he's a little bit interested by it. But then um, a, a nun escorting a bunch of children um, runs by. <laughs> and like, Is this Johnny Dangerously? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But with dragons. Um, and that gets his attention. And you see it look over in that direction. You've got a split second before he moves if you want to do anything else. Um, sure. He'll, he'll again, wish that something, uh, something crazy distracts this dragon. So over in another direction, he'll, uh, a, a, like a lightning bolt will appear. Okay. All right, let's see. Nat 20, he's on to your shenanigans. Fucking dragon. 
Yeah, and he goes after and just... He's not used to this magic thing yet. No, <laughs> just swoops. They're, they're good ideas. Yet. I'm just rolling really good tonight. Um, swoops down and just with his giant jaws, scoops up the children and the nun and eats them. Oh! That's what the dragon's doing. And then you see it look in another direction. And it flies off. Now you're, it, it's straight, it's a straight shot. So you can see this thing and it flies off. I mean, you can see a group of people. These are heavily armed people too. So I don't even, they may be like guards or militia, uh, you know, mercenaries, hard to say what. Um, in the, the city square, um, a few hundred, yards ahead of you um lands on top of the city uh or the the um uh the 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 palace um which is not very large here lands on top of it and and with it you know stone bricks come crumbling and crashing down to the ground he looks at that group and breathes fire at them and with that is where we're going to end tonight's episode and for those of you paying attention when we were in Tarsus originally during this fight that is the original heroes the OG group that about to die die, yeah so we've got Gorel let me hold on let me look at my uh, yikes I'm knocking things over Um, we've got in that area um no, 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 no. Zane, Ergrin, Elliston, Gorel. All standing in that that square. So we've got them in the middle, up above on the um, the, the governor's palace um, is this dragon breathing fire at them. Down the street, we got Odie. Odie, 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 oh. <laughs> and if you want, as a little a little treat, I can show you the map for next time so you can start thinking about what you want to do. Run? Run's a good option. <laughs> All right, so. We've got a few dragons over here. There's others flying around, but these are the ones causing havoc. We're creating havoc. So we've got, let me move this into a spot where our. Feels alive. All right, so we have the group that I just mentioned over here in the central uh, square. We've got this big ass dragon over here. Um, we've got, I've got to put Odie on the map here. Hold on. I can throw him on if you want. Yeah, I got him. Oops, he's super big. Yeah, he grows. That's that's his um that's his dragon born abil- uh, his ability. <laughs> All right, so you're not he's special. You're not that close to these guys because these guys are in the library still. Sure. So you're on the street here, just down the road from the uh, um, the central square. We've got 
Oops, hold on. Boom. And where's my boy Flint Fireforge? Oh, he's big too. Where's the Minotaur? Oh, dude. Outside the gate. No, this is after the fact. Again, that whole thing, keep in mind, is all... We've been doing this in, 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 right. in all sorts of non-chronological order. All right, so we've got Zane. Nope, I lied nope. to you. Zarek, there we go. Sooner or later, I'll get that right. Um, he's not really here either. They left. Um, we've got Zarek, and we can't really see this on the map here, guys, but off to the east gate here, uh, over here. We have Zarek, Flint, Lorana, and an unconscious Gilthanus. I think he's dead. Oh no, he's Can still. He... Yeah, no, he somehow he had one. Jason had one chance at a at a death save to keep him alive, and he made it, so he's stabilized for right now. Oh, that being said, I think he's dead. None of you guys have any way to heal him. Right. Um. And you're outside the city gates. The good news is, you're not immediately being attacked by dragons like that's, everybody else. That's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, down here, we have Alana, Jadik, and Kalani. So they're mm -hmm. over by the uh, the western uh, seawall here. Again, this wall here is only a five-foot wall. These little boats are um, the old white-winged ships of Tarsus that are now have been repurposed into homes and little shops. Um, and then we've got our boy, the man of the hour, Riverwind, still at the end of the Red Whatever. Dragon. That dude's gonna die. And coming from the <laughs> south, Odie sees six griffins approaching. They're not here yet, though. So that's where everybody is right now. Again, you guys over here are underground. Mm. Um, everybody else is above ground or and, and either outside or in a inn. Mm. So anyway, make a mental note of that. And mental. we will get back to that next time. So anyway... Thank you guys for hanging out with us here on D&D Friday for Wicked Studios Presents Dragonlance colon Dragons of Ice Part 2. We will continue where we started. We took a little bit of a detour to introduce some new characters. Um, I think they're cool. I like them. I hope you guys do as well. I think you guys did a good job creating um, very interesting characters and things that um, some that you would not expect here in the War of the Lands, um, like a Draconian and a Minotaur, for example, or even a Kaganesti elf. Um, it's about time we have a Knight of Salamnia in, uh, in here as well. So that was something we've been missing, so I'm glad to see that as well. And we, um, we're gonna get, so next time these guys are gonna be playing both characters, um, and then we'll see what happens from there. But uh, anyway, so as always, like, subscribe, follow us on YouTube slash Mr. Adam PL. Of course, twitch.tv slash Wicked Studios LLC. Facebook slash Giant Stomp. 
And, of course, on our podcast, just search for Dragonlance Canticle anywhere you listen to podcasts. Unless it's some, like, really weird, obscure place that no one's ever heard of, in which case you're probably not going to find it. But we were in, like, ten things. You like Apple? We're there. You like Spotify? <laughs> Boom. Got you covered. You like other podcast things? Why not? We're there, too. Probably. So check that out as well. We have about the first 19, I think, up there. So um, a little more than half, just more than half of the uh, the episodes are on there. So we're catching up to the rest of this. The first couple, the sound isn't great for some uh, reason. MySpace. Probably because Will is, is on the... Yeah, we're on MySpace. <laughs> is MySpace still a thing? Yeah, it still exists. A lot of bands use it now. Wow. So, anywho, join us on Wednesday for Greyhawk Adventures, colon, The Streets of Lukesh. Uh, we've gone four episodes so far, so they're going into episode five. Now, is this another short run, or is this going to be a longer run, Will? It'll be a longer run. Uh, it's definitely longer than the past couple of ones that we had, because um, it's going to play out as long as the story, this, the story needs to unfold. Or it's until you different. get bored of it and want to do something else. Yeah, that too, because that's always in, in the cards. So, <laughs> But uh, where the other ones had uh, uh, um, hard stopping points, um, it'll take a, It really depends how, how good of investigators they are. If they're really bad, it could be a long time. <laughs> it could be an endless game. Right? <laughs> so anyway, check that out, 9 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. And of course, every Friday, for the most part, Join us here for Dragonlance. And um, anyway, we will see you guys next time. So thank you. Be safe out there. Be kind to one another. Thank you for hanging out with us as always. And we will catch you next time on Dragonlance. Straight up. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. This is Adam, your Dungeon Master for Dragonlance. Join us every week as we play through the Dragonlance modules in 5th edition using all new characters. But don't worry, your favorites from the books and modules appear often as NPCs and sometimes in strange situations. Don't forget to like us on YouTube slash MrAdamPL, that's M-R-A-T-O-M-P-L, and follow us on Twitch.tv slash Wicked Studios, LLC. And we'll see you next week on Dragonlance.